Hi everyone, this is Olivia Hit and John. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We have been known, thanks to you all, as the vibe of Thrive, and we want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. We've got lots, lots going on. I am your host, Dr. Pat Basili. I'm joined by my main man, used to be my main squeeze, haven't squeezed him lately, Mr. Benny Mathers. Ah, well, thank you very much, Pat. Uh, yeah, squeezing nowadays is, uh, well... Sexual harassment. Well, it could be. So, I mean, we're just playing but the I, clean roles here. We're trying but to stay, I, I'm, stay safe. Actually, that, that wouldn't be true because I'm not uh, legally your boss. That is not the case. We're partners. True. Okay. That's all I just want to say. You know, there's probably some legal mumbo jumbo around all that stuff. I don't even, so. <laughs> I don't even want to get in. But you are very, very dear to me. Thank you. And so I want to welcome everyone to the show today. We've got an amazing lineup. I want to also thank everybody that was on the call last night when we did the Maestro event. I want to thank all of you that tuned in and turned us on and were part of that call and and how that call has now turned into some individual groups. And you're going to hear lots more about why that's important and, and why we're reaching out in ways that we've never done before. We're also working with the folks, um, you know, that, that have scheduled that, the whole maestro conferencing people, to set up a regular Dr. Pat conference call so that folks can get the entire series. Last night was an abbreviated, an abbreviated version of that. And what came up on the call quite a bit, what I noticed anyway on the call, had to do with what's on our minds these days. And what I mean by that is, are we worrying? Are we in this place where we worry, 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 worry? Well, I don't know. I know that I've done a my fair share of worrying along the way. There's no question about it. And today, on today's show, Dr. Beverly Potter is joining us here today because the Worry Warts Companion is in the house. 21 ways to soothe yourself and worry smart. Dr. Beverly Potter joining us here today on the show. Mm -mm, We should call this Worry No More. There's even a quiz that Benny and I may take today. I don't know. I have to warm up to it. But Dr. Beverly Potter earned her doctorate in counseling psychology from Stanford University and her master's of science in vocational rehabilitation counseling from San Francisco State. She is a psychologist specializing in career and workplace issues, including overcoming job burnout. Actually did a study on that. Managing and leading yourself, maverick career strategies. I love that term. Mediating disputes and much more. She's joining us here today and better known as and I think we can call her this, Benny, but I'm not sure, Doc Potter. She's joining us here today so that we can take a look at what is truly, 
truly killing us these days. And we're going to be kicking it up a whole lot during the show today because we want you all to enter into that worry-free zone. Dr. Potter, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm ready to be transformed. Good morning. I love being here. I love your enthusiasm. So the worry warts companion, I always I always love to talk about something that one of our guests brings on, like this particular uh, topic. So it tends to lead me to believe that you had uh, uh, some expertise in this area for your own self. What what do you have to say about that? You mean my own personal worrying? <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, my grandmother was the world-class worrier, that's for sure. Uh-huh. I was remembering this morning when uh, um, I, I was a military brat, so we were always traveling around, and we'd go to her house to visit, and then she'd pack us these little meals for on the road. And I remember how I couldn't have any lollipop in the car because we might stop fast, and then I could swallow it and get the sticks stuck in my throat. Wow. Yes. You know, this is typical of a worry ward is uh, developing these horrific pictures of this horrible disaster. Well, and you know, and when we look at that, I think many of us have been brought up in families where we've had something to think about or worry about at different points in time. And yet, you know, right now, some people say that we are in a worry epidemic. And I wanted to get your take on that. What What are you sensing? Definitely I mean, the whole world. I mean, our yeah. country. Uh, I mean, we're becoming a, a nation of worry warts. There's just when I was sitting here listening to the news before you came on, your uh-huh. news, I was thinking, well, <laughs> now I got more to worry about. Well, yeah. I actually turn the mic off when I come into the studio um, because I haven't plugged into that level of news in a really long time. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I think we all get a sense of what's happening in the world. But does does the news, does the media do other things get us overly exercised, so to speak? Definitely. I mean, the news media rarely, I mean, sometimes, and once in a while, they go to an effort to do something positive, but they grab the negative things to broadcast in the news. Mm. It gets attention. Negative things get our attention faster than positive things because uh, of survival. So let me ask you a question. I mean, I've heard the term worry wart for like eons, right? Yes. But I've never heard it in, I've not heard it in contemporary terms. I almost think we're kind of in denial to even talk about worrying. Can you tell us from your perspective what worry warding is and, you know, how it's reached such escalated levels of stress right now? Well, worry warding is getting caught in worrying Uh where where a person may start off with a, with a legitimate, I don't want to say legitimate, but a, a reasonable thing to be concerned about, and then thinking about that generates <clears throat> anxiety. Then the anxiety triggers more worry, then, and then the worry triggers more anxiety. And some people, many people, uh, get caught in this. It's, it's like a habitual uh, thinking loop. And not only that, tends to escalate and get worse and worse. People who are worrywarts can evolve into having panic attacks. 
And some people who have panic attacks that is so severe that they think they are having a heart attack and dying, and they go to the hospital in an ambulance. Exactly. And there are more people these days that are having that kind of response and reaction to things. You know, what part do triggers play in all of this? And what I want to say about that is, and let me give you sort of, you know, my definition of it, because I had an experience myself the other day. You know, you're walking along and everything seems okay, and you'll see something happen in front of you or something happen with another person in a grocery store, whatever that is. Or you're standing there at the register, so to speak, and you've just swiped your debit card through and the machine is taking forever forever to clear and you start wondering wow did i go to the bank do i actually have money in that account and then your whole world starts to evolve around the line forming behind you the people waiting are they going to know you may not have money in your account the checkout person looking at you people are now talking behind you and lo and behold you still don't know if you have money in your account well you've just given a very uh good description of what goes on in the in our minds because this is exactly what happens some little thing will trigger the first thought. Oh, no. What if? What if? And that tiny little what if then generates a tiny bit of anxiety, and each one of these thoughts leads to the next, each escalating, and it develops this picture, uh, and, and we get trapped in it, and, be, and it feels real inside our heads. Right. So this is, this is the kind of dynamic. Now, this is, this is just the way that the body works. On, on, on one level, we are all biochemical robots. We're like a spirit or, well, we don't really know what we are, but uh, we feel like we are a spirit or a soul op- occupying this body. But the body, in many ways, is a robot that we don't know how to work. So we have to learn how to work it well. Automatically, it does just what you what you described, and uh, we we can learn how to operate our our operating system ourselves. Because one thing about this quote robot is it's self programming. We're programming ourselves all the time. And how how do you program a computer? You program a computer with a string of words. Well, we're programming ourselves with a string of words. Also, and one of the things you did is uh, you you have the worry wart quiz, yes, which I think is totally exact. It's fun. It's fun, and if you just simply take it and take it honestly, because of course we're always trying to figure out the right answer, right? Right. I mean, it was like well, that's ah, part of it. You see, yeah. Oh, let me worry that I'm not going to be, be given doc. Potter, the right answer, for <laughs> gosh sakes. And you sit here and you agonize it. You could tell what I did this morning, right? agonized over the worry wart quiz <laughs> well we won't what, what kind of a score did you get uh actually i i don't think i did too bad let me just see um i think i had a pretty low score i think the question that i had most trouble with or one of the questions and and we'll talk about this as we go through the interview is this idea of 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 loss of control 
And I want to talk about that when we come back from break. We've got lots to talk about here on the show. How can you be a smart warrior? Is there such a thing? Well, I got to tell you, we've got Dr. Beverly Potter in the house, the Worry Warts Companion, 21 Ways to Soothe Yourself and Worry Smart. What is the benefit of worrying smart and how do you go about it? When we come back, we'll talk about that and much more on The Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to thrive by. That's right. That's right. No addition. You don't have to this is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is another successful client of Positive Changes. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again when you stop dieting? Well, Becky decided to quit dieting and make a lasting lifestyle change with the help of Positive Changes Hypnosis. Becky, tell us how much weight you lost. I've lost 65 pounds. Tell us how Positive Changes is different than a diet. I used to be out of control with my eating. Positive changes put me back in control. I didn't really give up anything, but I just made better choices. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something, I had a couple bites and then really didn't want the rest of it. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. Did you know that nearly 60,000 dogs and cats are euthanized every year in western Washington? Posado's Safe Haven Space Station, a state-of-the-art mobile vet clinic, travels to the areas that need help the most. Posado's is reducing the number of unwanted animals by making spaying and neutering easy, safe, and inexpensive. To check the Space Station schedule or to read more, please visit posadosafehaven.org. That's P-A-S-A-D-O safehaven.org. Are you preparing for extraterrestrial communication? Attend Star Talk on July 11th at the Maitreya Center in Redmond. Expanding right brain consciousness, we can begin to activate the celestial mind with direct experience of interstellar energies. From Parallel Universe Programs and Sandra Rodman, Star Talk, July 11th. Call 425-214-2926 or visit parallel-universe.us. Man, you know, Benny, I want to get my life back and walk without pain. And I heard about a shoe that's a natural solution for heel and back pain. Well, you know, Susan, it's actually called Z-Coil Pain Relief Footwear. It's a shock absorber in the heel that cushions the pounding in your step, and it provides less impact, which means less pain. You mean I can walk with my kids again without that nagging heel pain? You sure can. Give Z-Coil Footwear a try. Call 206-838-7338. Or you can even try out their website, yourtwofeet.com. Right. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I am so thrilled. I've been so jazzed to have uh, Dr. Potter on the show today. The Worry Warts Companion, 21 Ways to Soothe Yourself and Worry Smart. We are actually going to give a couple of copies of this book book away. For those of you that call into the show, that share on air what you are worrying about. And then you can also get some help directly from Dr. Beverly Potter. And we have two of these books we'd like to give away, but you must come and share. And that's, we learned the power of that last night in the teleclass. So if you want to share your worry or a worry with us and help get some, get some help getting rid of it, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And we're going to take the calls throughout the show today. If you've got comments or questions for Dr. Potter, of course, we'll take your calls as well. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Doc Potter, for joining us here today. Big conversation. And it's, it's a conversation because not only are individuals was worrying. They're worrying within the family structure. Then the kids are worrying. And the question is, what the heck can we do about worry warning? Well, uh, first of all, let me just say that worry itself is not bad. Mm-hmm. It's good to worry. Worry is like a mental fire drill. So that we identify some kind of a potential problem, then we uh, think about it and come up with some various plans. And that's like the fire drill. The problem is, as we discussed earlier, that we get caught up in this worry because it generates anxiety. So smart worry is is uh, something that I developed from this um, emotional intelligence, which was very popular a few years ago. People who are emotionally intelligent have a number of characteristics, and one of them is the ability to soothe yourself. Well, that's the exa- exact opposite of the worry ward. So I'm using it in that manner that the smart worrier is somebody who, yes, worries uh, because that's important and they do the work of worry, but then they they uh, realize that they're worrying and they take themselves in hand and they deliberately do things to turn that worry off or to transform it and to deliberately soothe themselves so that they're going back to balance. You know, when we think about this and we think about what's going on in our lives, you you know, we have no real barometer. But you've come up with, and I want to talk about this, you've come up with the worry wart quiz. Right. And and you ask the question, are you a worry wart? And uh, you do this in a very kind, almost like a fun way. And so I wanted to talk about this a little bit uh, in terms of whether or not being a worry wart is innate or do we develop and get like that over time? Well, in a sense, it's both that, you see, our minds in the back of our minds, we're sitting here right now, we feel very relaxed, but in the back of our mind, there is like a, a little watchdog that we're not even aware of, watching all the time. Am I safe? Am I safe? Is there a threat? Am I okay? And everything is fine. Uh, Sometimes you may have had this experience, you're sitting there very relaxed, and something in the corner of your eye moves, and before you realize it, you go jumping out of the chair, startled. Yes. That's this little watchdog, and that thing that moved, you see, it suddenly said, oh, danger. And, and before it even hit your rational mind, your body was picked up and propelled away from that danger. So we have this miraculous, unbelievable 
thing that we're living in, okay? So, so there is this thing in the back of our mind watching all the time. But at the same time, we learn to be worriers. And we can learn it from our parents or from other people that we're around. We learn a, a worrying style. And besides the fact that we just tend because of this anxiety, anxiety triggers worry, worry triggers anxiety, and we get trapped in this thing, almost like the deer standing, in, you know, in the bright lights of the car is paralyzed and can't get away. So worry uh, manifests itself in several ways, which is in this quiz. There's a, a physical component. Um, uh, you mentioned before feelings of loss of control. Feeling like you're losing control is one of the most threatening things that we can experience. We're, we're actually control freaks. Yes. As, as people. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, we don't have fur. We don't have claws. <laughs> you, you know, we're very vulnerable as beings. So we're very much into controlling our world. We want to control everything around us. And this is normal and, and healthy to do this. So when we start feeling like we're losing control, we become anxious, and then that anxiety starts stimulating this uh, vicious cycle. Well, you asked four different questions, and I want to bring them up because I really looked at these and, you know, didn't relate to all of them. But I want to go to the phones, I think, first, Benny. I think we have a caller. So We have Masanda calling in from Bellevue. She'd like to join the conversation. Hi, Masanda. Welcome to the Doc Pat Show. Good morning. How are you? Yay. Glad to hear from you. So you wanted to hear about my worry experience? Do you have a worry experience? And I want to introduce you to Doc Potter. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing it. Well, I've been unemployed about six months, and my benefits just ran out. And I'm, I've been very active. I'm creating my own business. I'm applying for full-time positions, and I have savings. And um, I think I deal with it pretty well. And then when I, now that the savings are starting to dwindle, and, but I'm still really active in taking care of it. So I think I'm smartly worrying. And then when I get, start to get anxious and I sit down and get calm and meditate and get connected to myself. But then the next morning I wake up again and go, okay, you still don't have a job. Your savings are going to this <laughs> circle I'm going around in. So I just, I would love to have a peace of mind even despite what's going on that I'm worrying about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, of course, you are in a situation that is very vulnerable. I mean, you have real things to, quote, worry about. It sounds to me like you're well on your way to being a smart worrier. But you said that you wake up the next morning and you tell yourself, oh, I still don't have a job. Uh, The way worry works is it's what we are telling ourselves. It's ourselves talking to ourselves in our head and how we do it. So the minute you start saying to yourself, which is reality, I still don't have a job, that instantly starts the process of triggering the anxiety. Now, one thing that you can do, which is very powerful, it's uh, um, the way that you talk to yourself, is to talk to yourself like a good friend would. A worrywart talks to herself or himself like a, quote, what I call fuddy-duddy, F-U-D, Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And the fuddy-duddy triggers that. But the good friend talks to you in a different way. What would your good friend say to you about your not having a job? Mm. Uh, she would say, and I do have a great support system, too, that I'm doing everything that I need to do 
that um, I'm a smart and intelligent woman, that this is just a, this is temporary, um, that this too shall pass. Right. That now, see, all of these things that, you're, that a good friend would say to you are different from the kind of thing that you would say to yourself when you start worrying. Oh, that's true. That's See, true. so one of the things, my picture is on the one, remember the picture of the, the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder whispering in your ear? Well, right. this is the fuddy-duddy on one shoulder and your good friend on the other shoulder. So when that fuddy-duddy, so you catch yourself and you say to yourself, wait a minute, what would, and your friend may have a name, uh, or you could say, what would Dr. Pat say? But you would mm-hmm. say, what would my friend say to me about this? And you'd say, well, I'm doing everything, you're doing everything that you can be doing, you're a smart person, you have lots of opportunities, whatever the friend would say. Then you start saying this to yourself. Oh, okay. Okay, now another thing is, it's not going to work instantaneously. Um, it reminds me of this, the, you know, the, this, the mind is like a wild elephant. <laughs> and, and what happens is, uh, the way elephant tamers get an elephant and tame it, is they get this wild elephant and they put a great big strap on its ankle and strap it to, to the ground. Well, the elephant doesn't like this and tries to run off, and then it runs, and that thing grabs it, and then they, uh, you, you know, you can pull it back. Well, your mind is like this. You try to corral your mind, it's going to take off. It's going to immediately jump back to those worry thoughts. And so what you need to do is not, not go, oh, you're so stupid, why am I worrying again? That's fuddy-duddy. No, you just... Take the chain and pull the elephant back. You don't punish it. You just bring it back. So you go, up. Oh, I'm worrying again. What would my friend say? And then you take your mind back. It's going to run off again. You pull it back without criticizing or punishing. And this is really the manner in which you train your mind. It takes a long time, but eventually that elephant becomes... Uh, uh, trained, and then, then what? Then you can get on the elephant's back. Then you can ride that elephant. You have the power of the elephant. Well, that's very powerful. Thank it's you. very powerful. That. It's very powerful. I'd love to hear how this works out for you, and we're going to get you a copy of the book. So if we haven't... Hey! Yeah, if we haven't gotten your information, do we have it, Benny? No, we'll put her back on hold. Okay, you know, let's put you back on hold, and we will get some information from you. Thank you so much for joining the show today. You're welcome. Thank you. Wow. We're still taking. We have one more book we'd love to give away, 1-800-930-2819. And if you go to docpotter.com, the website, docpotter.com, lots of information, lots of quizzes to take, and much more. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking about what should worry warts avoid. Is there a simple solution? That and much more. And again, call us in with your worry concern, 1-800-930-2819, and get some help from the doc herself, Doc Potter. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. So, Susan, how's your diet going? It's going great. I had noodles for dinner last night. Noodles? Come on, that can't be on your diet. Well, I eat miracle noodles. They're the secret calorie-free noodles that Japanese women have eaten for years to stay thin. Hmm, how is that possible? They're made only from soluble fiber. That's it. Guilt-free noodles, Eva. Well, I'm sold. Where do you get them? Well, it's my little secret. But okay, you can get them at miraclenoodle.com. Is it possible to change your physical destiny in one critical hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Find out what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own journey to freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths. With pioneering experts and real life stories, Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Learn more at Total Transformation. Get to the heart of what matters most in your life, work, and relationships with Dr. Joanne White's inspirational books, CDs, and other products. Discover powerful tools to help you succeed and achieve no matter where you are right now. Dr. Joanne White, the success doc, author, speaker, life, business coach, and energy intuitive will show you how to enrich your life. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org. The hardest part of mental illness is that you don't understand yourself. My friends stopped calling. I went through a divorce. I felt like there was nowhere I could turn. Then I read a story in the newspaper about NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's not that they gave me the reasons to get out of bed or get on with my day. It's that they showed me how. One in five adults lives with depression, schizophrenia, anxiety, or other mental illnesses. NAMI provides education and support. Go to NAMI.org or call 800-950-NAMI. Don't you worry about a Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, sign up for our newsletter. Find out about worry, warding, and much more uh, in advance and learn how to receive some of the gifts we give away on this show. 1-800-930-2819 is our toll-free number. For those of you that want to share uh, something you're worrying about, and we're going to give you a copy of the book. For more information about us and signing up for our newsletter, go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com live.com. If you want to take the worry wart quiz, yep, go on and do it at docdocpotter.com. 
Dr. Potter, thank you for joining us here today. I mean, let's talk about sort of the do's and don'ts of worrying and how to move from uh, worry warding to being a smart worrier. Well, there's lots of lots of ways of, of doing this. First of all, it's important to start understanding the way that you as an individual worries. Everybody worries in a, in a different way so that you start to recognize what kinds of things set you off, like you gave that example with at the, in the grocery store line, just something as simple as that. So you just uh, are watching and studying your worrying. Now, e- each one of us is different, okay? Some people like to be um, do a lot of meditation and things like that, and that, that's good. Myself, I'm kind of a, a zoom, zoom type of person. I leap out of bed. I'm racing here, racing there high-speed person. So a lot of times sitting down and meditating, well, I'm, you know, fiddling around. And um, so the kind of thing that I might be more inclined to do is to put my body in my hot tub. Mm. You say, well, actually, I have a bad back, so my hot tub is in my living room. Okay, got it. I have to spend a lot of time in there. Uh (laughs) And, you know, but I put my body in the water, and you see, I don't really have to do anything because the water acts on my muscles and starts to relax me. That's good for me. Now, another thing that somebody like myself might do is go for a walk. Once again, walking uh, is moving. Moving and, and physically exercising the body helps to set off the endorphins, which are these feel-good neurotransmitters that, that tend to soothe us. And when walking, if you get into worry warding, pretty soon you're, you're like looking down. You're not even noticing where you're going. So it's important when walking to look around, look out, look, oh, there's a flower. Well, maybe I'll stop in front of my neighbor's yard and, and sniff their beautiful rose, for example. Or another thing, just on the physical level, is that uh, it's a good idea if a person really has a propensity to worrying to avoid certain things, like avoid caffeine. We don't realize how much we're consuming caffeine. And does that contribute to worrying? Well, yes, it does, because caffeine, as we all know, is a stimulant, okay? And, um, and it feels good to be stimulated, and, 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 but what happens is that stimulation it is very low level, perhaps. But remember this little watchdog in the back of our mind? Well, that watchdog is always watching, and as soon as it notices uh, anxiety, which basically almost feels the same as stimulation, that little watchdog goes, wait a minute, I feel anxious, what's going on? And then starts looking for something to worry about. So that stimulation and other stimulation can be things like watching horror movies on the TV, listening to news, just things that that trigger that sort of thing can launch the entire process into motion because once you start getting that thought of uh maybe there's no money in my account how could that happen bing it's off and running well and whether or not the thing is in the account or not we start to make up stories exactly I mean, that example that i used about the uh, checkout line right right uh you know is actually a real story oh well, i've had the same exact experience right and only you know- with writing a check and they're processing right. it and i'm going well i know i have money in there and besides i know the bank's not going to bounce my check either 
<laughs> but I still have had the same exact experience. So when we look at this, um, is it possible for people that have been, and, and I've had people tell me this, they say, I, I, I was born worrying. I popped out, and my mother told me I had a worry face. Uh-huh. I've had people tell me this. Uh, and so we've already now created this whole idea. There's another part of this. Well, I wanna... And it's the idea of, I was a born worrier. There's nothing I can do about it. That's it. I was born, a born my mother told me I got that worry face. Yes. Well, I've got another term that was used just this morning to me. I wanted to ask you about it. It's called antsy. Antsy. I I was really, I'm antsy. I don't know why I'm antsy. I don't know what's going on. I'm jumpy. I'm jittery. I'm edgy. I'm antsy. Uh Well, that's interesting. I I mean, there is some kind of a, a physical malady called wiggly legs or antsy legs or something. Yeah, no, that, so that's I don't know not what this. that is. No, so no, yeah, set right. that aside. Right. Because a lot of people, you know, if you're in a, a room with people, you'll notice some people who do sit there now that I'm talking about it, I'm doing it, uh, who sit there and shake their leg. Yeah. You know, and that's antsy. Or, or um, I remember inviting somebody, we were all going somewhere, and the person kept saying, um, got to get going. Look, we got to get going. And we, we get there, we got to get going. They're being antsy. Right. And so this antsiness, this is really uh, a low-grade anxiety, and that's how one starts to think. You're noticing it. I'm antsy. I, I feel like, you know, something's going on. i got to get moving. And exactly. that can contribute, again, to this worry cycle because um, it doesn't take much to, to launch it into motion. And, and then it's not bad. The important thing is to notice it happening. Oh, there I go again. And then to take an action, like, what would my friends say about this? Or, there I go again, I'm going to switch to another kind of thinking. For example, uh, worrywarts tend to catastrophize. They tend to think of the worst-case scenario, and that's overreacting. So one of the techniques is to deliberately say to yourself, because worry is how we talk to ourselves, Okay. deliberately say to yourself underreactive statements. And uh, so what is an underactive statement? Well, I have my own few favorites. One of them is um, if suddenly I get a big bill that I didn't expect, which uh, who likes that? No, right, exactly. You Out know. of nowhere. Yeah. And so what I say to myself sounds kind of absurd. Yeah. But I say to myself, hey, it's only money. It's not my arm. And, you know, there we go into what this conversation is about in terms of what we worry most about. Are we worrying most about money right now? Well, money, of course, is a big one always at all times. Some people can have hundreds of thousands of dollars in their bank account and still worry about money. But definitely in this environment with... Uh, with all of these terrible things, these possible, oh, uh, the, the Chinese, they may do this, and the dollar may, we ne- may not be the standard, and we may be bankrupt, and all of these things. And, and, and also seeing our retirement accounts drop to, my IRA went down by uh, more than 50%. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. So, so some of this stuff 
is real. It's not the multimillionaire worrying about having spent an extra dollar. And, okay. and some of these folks and some folks are watching, uh, you know, ex- like our caller earlier today, are looking and saying, my gosh, I'm running through my savings. And it is just something they have to do. But there's a whole story around that that happens, isn't there, Doc Potter? I mean, I'm running through my savings, meaning I'm using up all my savings. But they, there's there's an end of the sentence, I believe, that's happening that people are not talking about. I'm running through my savings, and I'm never going to be able to make it up well, again. Well, and then comes the the catastrophic picture. Right. And, and I'll have to admit, I've had that myself. I've thought, oh, well, after all these years, I've got myself into this safe place. You know, I got some money in the bank. I got a few stock. Uh, my big thing is real estate, which took years and years to build up. Uh, so I have this money flowing in. I'm going, I'm safe until... Oh, what if my tenants don't have jobs? Mm-hmm. Oh, what if my my uh, mortgage starts going up into hyperinflation, and I'm paying you know fifteen percent? I won't be able to. All of a sudden, I'm going. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I thought I was so safe. I could be a bag lady. <laughs> right. Actually, my picture used to be the match girl. Remember the little match girl? Okay. Sitting there, lighting her match in the freezing, and you know, and then she freezes. <laughs> That used to be, you know, when I was younger, sort of my little picture of doom, and then it became the bag lady. Well, uh, so I mean, some of the, so sometimes the problem is that it is a legitimate worry, and not the irrational worry that there's no money in your bank account when you know full well it's there, and and. It's going to get cleared, you know, your debit card. Well, one of the things you talk about is called practice under underreacting. That's right. This under and so the one example that I gave you was saying when I get that big bill, I still have the big bill. Right. I still don't like it any better. I just got one this morning for eight hundred and eight dollars that I was not expecting. You know, I don't like it any better. Right. But, but I didn't get myself into an uproar over it because the first thing I go is, oh well, it's only money. It's not my arm. And I say it's not my arm because two years ago I ripped off my finger. Literally, I don't have it. Right. I've got it. <laughs> okay. Now that is terrible. The money is, you know, I'm still alive. I'm still healthy. I'm still functioning. Um, so other underreactive statements are the worry wart says, what if? What if? You deliberately go, wait a minute. So what if? So I'm still what? healthy. Uh, I mean, just that phrase. You know what? So what? I, I think we got to get Pink Song, So What, up here. It's one of my favorite songs these days. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the power of prayer or a good deed or counting your blessings. Do these things really work? Doc Potter, my very special guest today, Dr. Beverly Potter. For more about her book, for more information, go to our website, docpotter.com, docpotter.com. Take the quiz and much more. When we come back... Does prayer have power? Can it shift worrying to another place? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, 
Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho, New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com. SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com. It's a new day. Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on KKNW AM 1150. Don Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at DonsVision.com and catch It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Bellagenza Extraordinary Hair Care provides a complete line of natural professional products. Your hair is your number one accessory, so make sure you treat it right with the finest blend of natural food-grade fusion ingredients. Bellagenza provides you with a luxurious experience and high-quality ingredients in a base of aloe and plant juices. Visit Bellagenza.com and receive 10% off when you order online. Just enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's Bellagenza.com, B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. singing about so what she created that song after a hubby cheated on her too and she's like so what dude okay i'm gonna be out here and i'm gonna have a good time i love pink welcome back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and of course benny masterfully playing that song as usual i think you're he's the man i'm the woman Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Joining us here today, Doc Potter is in the house. Yep. And the Worry Warts Companion is the book, 21 Ways to Soothe Yourself and Worry Smart. We've talked about a lot today. To find out more about her, to take the Worry Wart Quiz, go to docpotter.com. Hey, Doc Potter, thanks for joining us here today. We've talked about an awful lot. And, yeah. you know, the question that comes is, comes up is, so what? 
what so can what? I do That's about right. it? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell a worrywart. Uh, you, you know, you can't tell a worrywart, hey, you know, just stop worrying. Look, like, so what? Because then they <laughs> will resist. It, it reminds me of, of the two women. The, the one woman was waving her arms around, and the second woman said, you know, what are you waving your arms around for? And the first woman said, it's to keep the tigers away. And the second woman said, well, there aren't any tigers around here. And the first woman said, you see? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and worrywarts kind of have that, uh, that attitude of, well, you, you know, that bad thing didn't happen. Why? Because I worried about it. Well, and and this is really a very good example of how we could also be proactive. I had a question last night on the call, and it was a great question. It really was. And we were talking about the roller coaster ride, the up and the downs. Mm-hmm. You know, the mornings, right, Doc Potter, that we wake up like our guest, our, 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 our listener today, where you wake up and you think, my God, the sky is falling. And right. these are up, ups and downs. And mm-hmm. I, I, my answer was, the, the question was, what do you do during the ups and the downs? And I said, you put on your spiritual seatbelt. And that just came out of my mouth. I had never used that oh, yeah, term but that's before. Great. I like that very much. I had never used the term mm-hmm. before because I'm reflecting on my own journey. Right. And when right. I don't due diligence or or, uh, I'm not paying attention to what I normally do, whether it's spiritual, whether it's what I eat or all of that, Mm -hmm. um, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you, how does all of that fit in to the worrywart solution? What do you mean all of that? You know, what our practice is, you know, spiritually and otherwise. Can prayer really help? Well, prayer, um, amazingly, and uh, first, first of all, a lot more people than we realize uh, believe either in God, higher power. They're, 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 these days, it's, it's very um, modern to debunk religion and this sort of thing. But the fact of the matter is, people feel better when they pray about a problem. Uh, why this works? Who knows why it works? We're very complicated. Maybe it, when people say, well, I put it into God's hands. And in a sense, it's like that's what we do when there's nothing else we can do. I want, I want to read you this the famous quote. Okay. God, give us the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, the courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish one from the other. So that's a famous quote. And there are just things, some things that cannot be changed. And, uh, and we, we put them into the hands of a higher power. In a sense, it's, it's what the Zen people talk about when saying, be unattached. They claim that attachment is the root of all suffering. And what attachment is, is de- deciding that things should be a certain way. And then, you know, you know my husband should call when he's late, but he didn't. Therefore... That's terrible. That's awful. And then we we start being upset that things aren't the way they should be. So why prayer works, I I don't know. But the fact is that people report that when they pray, they feel better. And as side things, counting your blessings, remembering, thinking about what you have that's good instead of what you have that's bad is also makes us feel better as well as remembering when we did 
good deeds for others. Let's talk about service and good deeds for others, because this is something that I've talked about before. Many people are unemployed, and they're not as active as our listener was earlier, and mm-hmm. they're having a hard time starting their day. You know, let's talk about the good deedness of it, or contributing, or service, or volunteering, or community. Is that what people should be thinking about, or can that be a distraction? Uh, it's a good idea for some people. There's, there's no one thing for every person. Okay, but doing good deeds and going and volunteering, for one thing, when a person is unemployed, and sometimes they can go on for months and months, even years. So there you are. You have nothing to do. You get up all day, and there's nothing to do. It's very depressing, and you sit there and stew, and that's awful. So at the very least, by volunteering, you're getting up, you're going out, you're doing something, uh, and being active, being productive, all of this. Builds our self-esteem when we know that we're being productive, and we can feel good about ourselves, even if we're still struggling with the fact that we don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Plus, amazing things happen because getting out of that house or apartment, going to that volunteer uh, activity, and being involved in that way very often leads to a job. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that uh, you know, I know that I've been confronted with, and you know, you asked about crustbusting earlier. I know what it's like to sit on a couch for a year and pretty much do much of nothing. And your mind just races. It just gets off, and it goes off on a tangent, and it gets into many, many different directions. How right. do we befriend our minds? Well, before I just say that, is those racing thoughts, which is uh, you talking to yourself or me talking to myself, we, and they get way out there, but they sound real. When we talk to ourselves in our heads, we can say really bizarre, extreme things, but they sound logical and real. We start taking them as truth. So how do we befriend our minds? Well, it's like that wild elephant again. We don't resist it. If you catch yourself... Uh, uh, starting to develop a negative thought instead of being punitive or negative, which is another negative thought, and judgmental and harsh, you just grab the rope on the elephant and pull it back. You just stop and say, oh dear, there I go again, and then deliberately switch your mind to maybe an affirmation Mm-hmm. Um, or a positive picture. Each person is different. Some people having a positive picture in their mind uh, is helpful because they're more visually oriented, possibly. Other people, it might be a phrase. Sometimes um, using, um, rocking yourself, in fact. Just sitting there rocking is very soothing. But the thing about the mind is that there, there can only be one thought in the mind at a time. So if, if you're thinking negative thoughts, it's drumming out everything positive, generating that anxiety. But if you deliberately switch to a more positive thought or even a joke, laughing and joking around. Uh, you know, a lot of comedians, famous comedians, you find out that they had horrible childhoods, horrible experiences. And you wonder, well, how did you get to be a comedian? That's because they start making jokes about the negative things in their lives. And it turns out that laughing is very healing. Laughing, for some inexplicable reason we don't understand, 
stimulates the immune system. I mean, this has been scientifically verified. Well, let's leave this with our listeners. Have you all laughed today? I know I've laughed several times during this interview and this conversation. Dr. Beverly Potter joining us here today. Thank you so much, Doc Potter, well, for joining us. Well, it was fun. Us. I enjoyed it. Well, yes, docpotter.com. Take the quiz, get the book, and move down that worry wart scale. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Anna Luque in the house. Where's Anna? I don't know, but you're going to hear lots about that. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show.